Russellville.com presents the book Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Bonner. Hear how he was discovered, what happened when he was at World Class, and the adventures he had when he left Dallas. Also available, the Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1 and 2. Read stories of the Northern Wrestling Federation, Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Thunder Rosa, Tracy Smothers, Harley Race, PJ Black, Bushwhacker Luke, The Fantastics, Ricky Morton, Scott Casey, Tim Storm, Kamala, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Andrew Anderson, and many more. Get your books today at Russellville.com. Russell. Bonjour tout le monde, vous écoutez le Wrestle Lives Podcast et écoutez bientôt parce que le diamant, Zach Patterson, va être dessus. Si vous voulez voir un épisode qui shine jusqu'à moi, vous savez où le trouver. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is Zach Patterson, professional wrestler from Quebec, Canada. Hello, Zach. How are you? Hi. Good. And you? Oh, I'm doing very good. I'm doing good. Hey, man. Thank you for coming on. I've been uh, seeing you in action, been watching you uh, on YouTube. I've been reading about you a little bit, and I wanted to reach out to you. I appreciate you uh, giving me the time. Thank you for the invitation. My pleasure. Sure, absolutely. So for my listeners that may not be familiar with you, Zach, just give us a brief uh, description of your, your career, where you've been wrestling, how long you've been wrestling. I've started wrestling in front of a crowd uh, August 14, 2021, and I've been trained under uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, Drew Onyx, and Shane Ott. So I was supposed to start my career before the pandemic. I was supposed to start in May, but uh, the pandemic arrived in March. So that like pushed my career my career away uh, for the like two year and a half. Mm-hmm. I see. You mentioned uh, your trainers. Uh, of yeah. course, Mike Bailey is is a is a familiar name to me. Um, yeah. I know. Uh, Drew Onyx uh, has quite a few years in the in the business as well. What, what, what was it like training under those three gentlemen? And what do you think uh, the the main thing that they tried to instill in you, you think? For Drew Onyx, it was really the fundamentals, the footwork, the chain wrestling, all that Drew Onyx was the best for that because he showed us how to do things properly and how to not look like Messi in the ring. And for uh, Shaynock and Mike Billy, it was how to build a match, what the comeback, what the finish, how to build it so we get people's attention and how to deliver always a good wrestling match. Right. And and I've seen seen you in action. I, I when I watch you, there's there's a couple things that stand out. Uh, about you to me one of them is your your technical wrestling style I mean you look like a wrestler okay thank you thank you <laughs> and uh the 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 second thing is that you you look healthy you have a yep. a, ni- a nice physique you you definitely thank spent you. some time in the gym right yeah I was in the gym like uh, 20 minutes ago before the the podcast so yeah Every day in the gym, working on myself to have the better physique that I could possibly have. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, your wrestling style. You live in Canada where, 
you know, professional wrestling is is a tradition up there. I mean, you've got a lot of heavy hitters as far as yeah. names go, right? What what is do you feel the pressure of carrying on that tradition? Uh, I don't feel pressure. I'm really used to like uh, contains my emotion and the stress and everything. But like for sure, I want to make Quebec proud. I want that uh, Quebec has a name uh, out there like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are doing and also uh, 2.0 and Evoluno. So I just want to keep that like the good wrestler that we have here and propose myself uh, to the top. You know, you, you mentioned Mike Bailey. Boy, he's a really a hot commodity, I think, on the pro wrestling scene right now. What do you think it is about him? What What do you think, you know, what do you think his, uh, his specialty is? Or what do you think that makes him so good? It's his mind. It's just his mind works differently from everybody else. He sees things that only him can see. And he works on those things. He has a formula to build a good matches, and he can put and uh, reject things all over, and still has a good match. He's just great. Like there's nobody like him. Was there any pressure working under him? Was there any pressure working under Drew Onyx and and Shane Hawk? You know when you know I'm sure they're. Their expectations are high, right? The bar is high, I would imagine, yeah. right? Was there any pressure in where where did you have that confidence that hey, you know, I trust these guys who are training me and I feel yeah. confident what they're passing on? Is that how you felt? Yeah, I trust them like since day one. And there was no pressure, but they were tougher on me because they knew that I had something. So they were tougher on everything so I could get on point and be the best wrestler as I as I could be. And, and, you know, we were talking about your physique. We we're talking about uh, your shape and, and obviously you spend a lot of time in the gym. You know, how important is that? I guess your, your persona, your persona in the ring. Uh, for my persona in the ring, it's really important because I am the diamond of wrestling. So I need to be sharp. Like I need to be, in shape, it doesn't make sense that a diamond has like a big belly and don't go to the gym and it's not pawn. So for myself, everything is in the presentation. That's why I'm always clean, cut. I shave myself and my legs and I go to tan because everything is in the presentation. And if you present yourself right, people's going to remember you and people's are going to see that you have something different than everybody else. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what was it that made you want to get into pro wrestling? What was, what was the, uh, I guess the mystique about it or, or what, you know, what, what made you yeah. gravitate toward pro wrestling? So my dad is a, is like an historian of Quebec wrestling. Uh, he wrote uh, My Dog's Midget and Screwjobs, the biography of Pat Patterson, also wrote the biography of uh, My Dog Vachon, uh, and Andrew the Giant. So I've been watching wrestling since day one of my life. I've always been around it, and he also worked 
for um, a lot of promotion in Quebec. So I was, uh, I was a baby and I was in the shows, uh, watching wrestling and seeing the guys backstage in Quebec. So it started from there. And like, as far as I could remember, I always wanted to do that. What is the uh, what is the scene out there in in Quebec? You know, in 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 the surrounding areas, because uh, from an outsider looking in, it looks like you're staying pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, really busy. Uh, the scene is great. Like it's it's going better and better. We have a lot of uh, indie promotion, and we have promotion that brings like five hundred, a thousand people. Uh, every month so it's really great to wrestle in front of a lot of people like that and also i work in in ontario in toronto for the men lucha destiny but in quebec like the biggest one are iws and spw and i had the chance to work for both of them you know when you when you're out in those crowds you, you were saying that you know it's something else to wrestle in a in a large crowd like that is it do you feel the energy when it's a bigger crowd? Do you, you know, yeah. or do you, you perform in front of 10, like you would 500? I perform the same way. Like I always want to give uh, myself 100% and I want people to remember, remember me. So I always give everything that I could uh, give for every matches because if people know me, they talk about me, and it's just like rolling that way. So I always giving in my one hundred percent. Yeah, and and I think that that one hundred percent that you're you're giving has has paid off because this past year you've been honored with several accolades. You were honored in Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Uh, talk to me a little bit about some of the accolades that you've been uh, nominated for. Uh, I've been nominated uh, for Rookie of the Year this year in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated with uh, Hook, Lash Legend, Logan Paul, all people that are signed in different promotions. Uh, also, uh, I'm the first Quebec wrestler since uh, 1998 to be nominated in that uh, category. And I've been uh, in the PWI Top 500. I was uh, 441 this year when you're recognized like that how do you do you feel like it gives you a little bit more of a push do you feel like your stock goes up a little bit because your name is is out there a little more and people you know want to put their eyes on you do you feel like your stock goes up i think my stock goes up but uh it's like uh hide somewhere like it's always getting up and up and up but it's hide and nobody sees it but when someone's gonna seize it then it's gonna be like this is like the jackpot what do you think your motivation is what what motivates you to be the best professional wrestler that you can be is there is there one thing um i'm very competitive so i, I want to be the best as i could be and also that that's my dream that's my passion uh i want to make a living out of it uh, however the way it is if it is on the indie or in a big promotion whatever i just want to make a living out of it 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we uh, were talking a little bit before we started recording and you had told me that you did some work on the uh, the Tales of the Territory uh, for Vice, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about your experience with that and what did you do with that? So uh, there was someone that was on the show that I know that uh, wrote to uh, like a group of wrestlers that Vice needed uh, some wrestler to do those characters. Uh, but no, none of these characters looked like me. So I was like, whatever, I picked this one, even if like I doesn't match the guy. And uh, they wrote me back and said, this doesn't work, but we want you as Terry Von Eric. Could you be there uh, that day? And it was like in less than a week uh, notice. So I went in Toronto to film that. And they very they liked my performance of uh, Terry Von Eric. So uh, they wrote me back like a month after to do like a week there of uh, uh, filming uh, tells. Uh, but for Ric Flair now. So I was Ric Flair and Kerry Von Eric on Tales from the Territories. Wow, interesting. When you partake in history like that, does it does it mean anything special to you to, you know, like, uh, it's got to be pretty honoring that someone's asking you to step into those shoes, right? Yeah, I was very honored. And also, it's related to wrestling. so. It gives me money. I'm doing something that I love, and I was very happy to do it. Right. Was there anything uh, that you maybe had to get used to as far as uh, the acting or the production? You know, some uh, maybe a little different than what you're used to when you're maybe getting ready for a match or anything. What What was maybe the 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 learning curve that you had to learn? Uh, it was just like looking at what scene they wanted to redo, like from the 80s or 90s, and just do what I was asked for. So it's the same as a, a wrestling match with the, the booker. So when the booker wants something in particular, I go see him, hey, what do you want? He tells me and I do it. So it was kind of the same way, just I was really acting and nobody sees my face. And in wrestling, it really hurts, and people see my face. Yeah, and and the way that they they shoot those uh, those documentaries, I've seen them, and they, you know, they they look like the you know it looks like the wrestler that they're filming. However, they shoot in such a way where, you know, yeah, you 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 could get away with not looking exactly like who you're portraying. Yes. Yes. You know? You know, and, and both those guys during that age had decent physiques, you know. Uh, of course, yeah. Carrie, Carrie had an amazing physique, you know, probably yeah. probably one of the best in the business. So, you know, um, someone who works out like you do, um, yeah, it's not it's not a stretch at all. No, exactly. And like he has a bigger he has a better physique than I have right now, but I was honored that the comparison was good for them. So I went there, they put a wig on me and I wore the trunks and let's go. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And what what did your your friends and family think of your performance in that program? Uh, they really like it. We don't see me a, a much, but they really like it. Like they, it was really cool to see me like in a big production like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's got to be a learning experience. It probably looks good on the resume. And hey, yeah. if, you, if you never ever never do it again. It's one heck of a story for the kids, right? Yeah, exactly. Like in less than two years, I did I did that, so it was great. Right, right. Yeah, you know, looking at your career right now, the 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 first year and a few months that you've been doing it looks very promising. Yeah, that that's what everybody told me. <laughs> like I just keep grinding, and I'm not sitting on that. Like. I want to get better and I want to get somewhere where I could make a little bit out of it. Right. right. Was there ever a time that maybe in your, you know, while you were pursuing uh, your wrestling dream, your wrestling career, was there maybe somebody uh, around you that was maybe uh, trying to persuade you not to do it? Or did you have support from everyone around you? Um. I had support from everybody except like because all the wrestling comes from my dad's side. So from my mom's side, except my mom because she was with my dad, uh, like my uncle and everybody else didn't understand. Like they, they were thinking that I was going to do that just like for fun on the weekend. They, they didn't believe that it was possible for me to do that but when everything that i've done in less than two years they've seen me now and they're like okay you're right we were wrong and let's go do do what you love and and are you uh, are you finding a way where you know there's a lot of people who wrestle on the independent scene you know um sometimes a lot of people have to have full-time jobs or a part-time job are you are you trying to figure out how you can do this full-time that's obviously the goal i would presume right yeah exactly exactly so right now i have a job that uh, makes me have money to pay everything and not work too much and doesn't like it's not on the weekend so i can wrestle as much as i want so it's perfect it's perfect for now but i would prefer just do wrestling and training right right and you know there's so many people out there on the scene who've been doing it and been doing it for years you know um yeah i'm sure it's challenging and they've had to make adjustments in their life to to figure it out but you know the the neat thing is is there's a lot of people out there doing it in this day and age and not uh, not with long-term contracts, right? Not on, yeah. not, not on the big stage. You know, we're talking about guys on the independent scene that, that are actually making a living out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's the way for me to make a living out of it, I'll do it. If it's going to Japan, I'll do it too. If it's be everywhere, I'll do it. I just want to make a living out of it whatever is the circumstances, if it, I'm in WWE, Triple A, in the UK, like, I don't care. I just want to make a living out of it. That's my goal. I want to prove everybody, like, that I was right, that I could do this for a living. 
And and right now there there's a lot of wrestling out there. You got the WWE, you got AWA, you got Noah, you know, GCW. There there's really a a lot to choose from. You know, you got Impact. When when you have some time to sit down and watch wrestling, is there any any particular program that you're watching? Is there any particular um, wrestling promotion that you like? Um. I watch every week the uh, WWE and uh, Raw SmackDown, also uh, AEW for Dynamite. I try to keep uh, to keep updated from uh, TNA, New Japan, and everything, but it's difficult to keep track of everything with my schedule. Yeah, recently I was watching some um, wrestling from uh, Scotland Insane Championship Wrestling. And then I was yeah. watching uh, some Noah uh, recently, and uh, I don't really have a a main promotion that I watch, but I find myself bouncing around, you know. And um, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to keep up with everything that is going on. But yes. boy, I, I tell you, when when I get into a certain promotion, like I was a few weeks ago, I was watching a lot of NXT, and then I went to ICW, and and then yesterday I was watching. Uh, I was watching some independent wrestling and Noah all day. And boy, I was just talking about being entertained, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like wrestling uh, in 2023. Now wrestling is in a very good place. Yes. Yeah. It, it definitely has come a long way in the last 15, 20 years. will not you say? Yeah. Yeah. It changed so much. Yeah, absolutely. So what are, what are your, your maybe your, your short-term and your your long-term goals have you sat down to think about that zach uh my short term like for this year i want to make a euro tour so i want to get to europe uh to do shows all over there and also i would love to wrestle in the states so get out of canada wrestle in the united states but it's difficult and like i don't want to get like banned so uh, I'm doing everything properly so I could wrestle there uh, with no danger. And uh, my long-term goal would be to get signed somewhere so I could only do wrestling. How can fans find you on social media? Uh, Zach underscore Patterson underscore W on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Also on Facebook, uh, Zach Patterson. and. Uh, I'm open for booking uh, everywhere in the world. Hey, and I was looking at some of your matches on YouTube. If there is a, a match out there on, on YouTube, what match would you recommend some people who want to uh, see you in action? What match would you recommend for them to watch? It's a good question because I don't type myself a lot, so I don't know what's on YouTube right now. But uh, uh, my first match was against uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, my first match in career, and I know it's on YouTube. It is. So you could go watch this this match and watch maybe something uh, more recent, and you see the difference. But I I don't know what's uh, on there. Maybe there's match that I don't like too, but uh, I don't know what's on there. I wrestled Jay White uh, recently, uh, December third. So 
this match is gonna go on Fight Network. If okay. somebody has Fight Network, uh, uh, register IWS Internal International Wrestling Syndicate, and uh, you're gonna see me against Jay White uh, soon. All right, sounds good. Well, Zach, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for coming on the show, and uh, I look forward to following your career. And uh, thank you. Yeah, we definitely hope it's long and healthy, man, because you definitely have a lot of promise. You can see the passion that you bring in the ring, and it's fun. It's fun to watch. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. You're welcome. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon. Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The, the Pro, Pro Wrestling Fault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained Carl Anderson, Anderson the Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Jillian Hall. Plus 45 other short stories, including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Kerry Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives.